Hello, hello, Trike Patrol fans. Once again, we are back. Thank you for tuning in to the official Trike Patrol podcast, and it's your host, Mr. C. So, everyone is having a wonderful week, as always. Man, it's just another crazy uh, week here at the Globetrotter Studios. We have so much content coming in. Um, here at TPU, we got an epic scene dropping this Friday. We have, we've just been having a lot of scenes coming in, um, looking at the lineup, and man, it's, it's going to be a great year, guys. Uh, another great year is in store here at TP, I must say. Um, so for today, we have another epic interview. Uh, we interviewed the beautiful Moki, uh, Mochi Mona, sorry. And um, it was a great interview. She, uh, very pleasant to talk to. She shared a lot about herself, about a lot about her career in the industry. And um, we do have her coming to the actual site sometime this year. You guys will hear in the interview that she did reach out to us and wanted to shoot and said, well, it's like, if any model, you know, reaches out being Filipino, we are going to give them a shot. Um, it's it's just an honor when somebody um, wants to work um, for us or shoot a scene for us. You know, we take that with open arms, and it was um, it was it was just a great interview. And I know her scene is going to be really great. That was shot last week, so be on the lookout for that. That's going to come sometime later this year. As I said, we have so much content lined up, so that's probably not going to hit till later in twenty twenty four. So before we get into today's podcast interview, let's talk about content that's been coming and that is coming to some of our sites. So at ASD, um, <laughs> as I always say, man, John Tron is just bringing so much great content. I'm not going to get into it. I'm looking at the list and there's just so many scenes lined up and, you know, he's just shooting down there every day. He's publishing damn near every day over at ASD. So please check it out, asiasexdiary.com. So here at TP, I'm super excited about tomorrow's update. We have Kalani Luana coming to trikepatrol.com just a beautiful beautiful filipina i think she said she's half puerto rican just stunning very beautiful man and um, i'm really looking forward to that scene so please be on the lookout please check it out tomorrow and i know you guys are gonna love it over at ttp we have another scene coming on the 26th um this monday of anna wild and i always say man when ttp drops a scene i know it's gonna be great i know it's gonna be awesome i know it's gonna be hot i know it's gonna be spice it's gonna be all of the above guys ttp just dropping the best thai content on all of the web. Um, so please check it out. Be on the lookout for that. And I hope you guys enjoyed the recent update of Sumsum. An amazing, beautiful Thai babe um, picked up and plowed in Pattaya. So at Milk Trip, we have another scene dropping tomorrow. So be on the lookout. We have another epic episode dropping tomorrow with Whitney OC. I've talked about this in previous podcast episodes. So that finally drops tomorrow. Be on the lookout. Check it out. Become a member at MilkTrip.com. ESD. Um, again, it's just John Tron do his thing over in Europe. He's frequently updating the site with great content. And um, so please check it out. I mean, I'm sure you guys are going to love it. If you love ASD, I'm sure you'll love ESD. So at Hello Lady Boy, as I always say, if it's your thing, please check it out. And it looks like there is a scene dropping tomorrow as well. So for you Lady Boy fans, there is a, another exclusive scene dropping tomorrow. And please check out the Ticos.com for all the hottest Dominican chicas. So I hope you guys enjoy this interview, guys. I uh, hope you guys are checking out all of our scenes at the site. Again, you guys can sign up for $1. Check out the, um, the sites, all the sites, for two days for only $1. No excuses not to become a member. And, you know, I'm sure you guys can love all of our content. You can spend months, years checking out just ASD alone or TP or TTP. Just so much great content. Um, you, you guys just take advantage of the $1 two-day trial. So that's going to be it for today, folks. Please enjoy this interview with the beautiful Mochimona. And please check out um, or please follow us on all of our social medias. We're on Instagram, TikTok, 
YouTube, um, Twitter, now known as X. We're not hard to find. Search us, find us, follow us, engage with us. So again, thank you for tuning in to the official Trike Patrol podcast. And it's your host, Mr. C. All right, TP fans. So once again, we have a very special guest with us here today. We have the beautiful Filipina Mochi Mona. Hi. How are you today, Mochi? I'm doing lovely today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, couldn't be happier. Um, again, thanks for coming here on the podcast. We're super excited to have you, and we're super excited for um, your upcoming TP shoot. I know. Me too. <laughs> so, you know, you have actually reached out. You actually reached out to us, and um, we were we were flattered. You know, it's really nice when a model actually reaches out and requests to be on TP. So um, we just had to have you. I mean, and we're really excited just to bring your beauty to the site. Mm, thank you. I am super super flattered that you guys want to have me. I love your guys' work and I love your site. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. First off, are you full Filipina? No, I'm not full Filipina. I'm also Chinese and I'm also a little white too. <laughs> Very nice mix if you ask me. Thank you. Just for our listeners, were you born here in the States or in the Philippines? I was born in the States. I was born in Hawaii. Oh, okay. Nice. So from Hawaii, I see. Nice, nice. Yes. It's not it's almost like a, it's like a, it's like a mini Philippines, right? For argument's sake. Yeah, for argument's sake, you could say that. Yeah, I'm a half a Howley. <laughs> so I'm gotcha. like, a, I'm a half outsider, as you could say. So there's a lot of Filipinos in Hawaii, right? Yes, there are. Yeah, from my understanding, there's a lot of Ilocano, if you're familiar with the dialect. Yeah, a little bit, but not not too much. I'm, I, I'm, my, my dad didn't know uh, Tagalog. He didn't know uh, Cantonese. He didn't know anything. Like, my grandparents didn't really teach their kids, so I didn't really learn too much i just kind of picked up things here and there when i was at my lola's did you grow up in a more americanized household or was it um heavily influenced by the filipino culture americanized for sure americanized yeah um in my opinion you know when filipinos come here to the states they usually um, become very americanized they keep a lot of their culture with them but um compared to other cultures i want to say um like for the kids that are born here it's you don't see it that often that they actually speak tagalog it's just not taught compared to like um, Hispanics where they'll talk nothing but Spanish at home. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I, you know, some people, some of my cousins, you know, they speak fluent Tagalog, but most of them, they don't. Like most of them speak another language that they learned in school here, like Spanish or French or something, right? So I don't see too much Tagalog in my family, but I do hear Spanish thrown around a lot. Like my Lola speaks Spanish and Tagalog. So sometimes uh -huh. when talking to some of my aunties, I'll hear on the phone her switch from one to the other and then to English and then cycle through them again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there are some dialects in the Philippines that's pretty much almost pure Spanish. Um, of yeah. course, we know that the Spanish were there for over 400 years. So yeah, that's, that, um, that, coloniza yeah. that colonization for the silver, though. Yeah, yeah, but eventually they did leave and, um, you know, they left a lot behind in the Philippines, such as, uh, you know, religion, style of cooking, uh, last names. You know, a lot of Filipinos will have Spanish last names. Yep. Yeah. And that's and that's why a lot of people think people that are Hispanic, they'll think that they're Filipino and vice versa. That's why people get mixed up a lot, because it's just like it, they look alike sometimes. Like we yeah. were we were mixed together. Like. <laughs> Exactly. And actually, you know, the actual Spanish from Spain, they're a little more light skinned sometimes. But in the Philippines, you know, Filipinos do get darker, just uh, I would say because of the sun. And it's just actually if you ever looked at the um, um, indigenous Filipinos, they're actually uh, very black, small with curly hair. Um, 
Okay. Yeah, they call them the Itas and the Itos. Those are the pure Filipinos um, from the mountains. Um, you know, pretty cool. That I've seen a lot of them. You'll see them a lot on Alongapo. Um, pretty cool. Pretty cool, cool folks. So do you, um, do you like Filipino food? I do. I haven't tried as much Filipino food as I wish because my Lola cooks a lot of Chinese food because my papa, because my Lola and papa, you know, my papa is Chinese and my Lola is full Filipino. Um, and so there's a lot of, I feel like I grew up with more Chinese food slightly than I did Filipino food. I grew up with, I, pro, I feel like my favorite, the dishes were though, like my Lola makes the best adobo uh -huh. <laughs> and the best pancit and she wraps amazing lumpia. Like those I mean, were, those yeah. were the three names. <laughs> Yeah, those are uh, favorites here in California by non-Filipinos. You know, the pancit, the lumpia, which, you know, you could just say is a Filipino egg roll, just so you know, they know what you're talking about. Of course, I the adobo. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you shared earlier that you um, know how to actually cook a little bit of Filipino food, right? I do. I So I love, so my favorite Filipino uh, dish is definitely adobo. So I, uh, and I cook with my pressure cooker a lot. Oh, okay. So I figured, so I just figured I, I spent the past like five months in Iowa, uh, living in Iowa because um, my, my partner was finished up school over there. So I nice. stayed home a lot to cook and bake. So oh. I figured out how to perfect my adobo recipe. Now, are you big on chicken or pork adobo? I like chicken a little bit more, but I'll, I'll do both. I've never done just pork adobo. Like oh. I need to have my chicken in there, but I'll do like some chicken thighs and some chicken wings. Like that's usually my favorite mixture for the adobo. Yeah, I mean, adobo is just, uh, it's awesome. You throw it over some rice and what a lot of Americans will say is the gravy that always gets them. <laughs> but yeah, and then I got a brand new uh, Zojirushi rice cooker, like a five cup cooker. It's called. Uh -huh. So it and it it it's, it sings when it's when the when the rice is ready. It sings "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star." Oh, I've seen that on TikTok. <laughs> I, I know yeah. exactly what you're talking. About. It's pretty cool. And I get used to it, but it's funny when I have people over and the rice finishes, and they're just like, "What is that?" <laughs> yeah, and then they go to the kitchen. They're like, "Is your rice cooker is the Twinkle Twinkle Little Star?" I'm like, "Yes, it is. <laughs> it's very extra." <laughs> now I do I do want to share this or I want to give some tips to some people listening that probably don't know about the secret when cooking rice. I'm sure you know it. Can you show us on your finger, please? The secret on how to measure the rice. Oh, fucking like where to measure it like on your fucking finger. Exactly. So, the line. The line on your on your middle finger, right? <laughs> yeah, like the fucking I'm like <laughs> yeah. So right about like in there. I'm like, I'm like, you need to see my finger. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and, it, and it works every time. Like, like in there, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, but, but, but to give exact measurements, here's, here's the trick, okay? Uh -huh. How they, how Asians measure rice, their rice cooker, the rice cup measurement is different than ours. For us, one dry cup, you know, our regular uh, dry measuring cups, uh -huh. it's one cup. Theirs, the full one, is only three fourths of a cup. So the, and then when you, and then they use jazz, the best rice is jasmine rice, okay? Uh -huh. So when you cook jasmine rice, you do a one to one, you do a one to one ratio in the rice cooker, but you don't do a full one cup, one cup. You do, you measure out three fourths of a cup. It's gotcha. That's I, I learned that's what the difference was like just in the fall because I lost my rice measuring cup. Uh -huh. I was like, I am not eating rice that is not perfect. <laughs> yeah. So I, I went online and I figured that out. So yeah. there you go. It works, right? <laughs> it, it works. Yeah. I was like, the measurements were just a little bit different, so. So have you been to the Philippines? I wish. I have not yet. I haven't been to China. I haven't been to Hong Kong, which is where my papa was born, and I haven't been to uh, Cebu yet. 
uh, which is where a lot of my family was from. Like, so uh, I hope they're up to go there maybe like the next five years. (laughs) That's a lot of fun out there. Yeah. Yeah. But right now is a good time to go. I always tell everyone here on the podcast, um, right after the holidays, January, February, March, April, and sometimes mm-hmm. May, it's it's relatively cheap. But uh, once you start hitting the summertime here in the States, um, the airfare just skyrockets as if it's the holidays. So right now is a really good time. All right. So um, what places would you like to visit other than like you mentioned Cebu? Any other places that you would like to visit in the Philippines if and when you make it? I want to go to Manila. Manila? Um, okay. Yeah. Um but other than that, I I don't really have cities in, in mind. I have lo- locations, like yeah. little beautiful locations that I found, you know, across like reels or the internet articles and so on, so on and so forth. Maybe suggestions that I've gotten from my dad from when he was in the military and he's gone over there, you know, like those kind those kinds of things. Um, I don't really have a particular city, but I know I have like a list on my phone of like, yeah. I want to go to place i want to go to this place <laughs> yeah well if you like beaches if you like barbecue um if you like if i don't know if you're a drinker but if you like cheap booze the philippines is the place for you <laughs> <laughs> I, I i can handle a little bit of booze i'm very lightweight i'm a little more of a stoner than i am there you go drinker because my stomach and body just handle that better but you know i like a good drink <laughs> uh-huh there you go how about here in the States? Where do you like to visit? Any uh, places that you just love to go to? I went to Vegas a lot last year for work, and it's kind of grown on me because I've made a lot of friends out there now, too. Um, uh, it, it, Vegas brings me a lot of happiness. Not for, like, the not for like the reasons you'd think, though, like the strip and the gambling. Gambling and, and drinking and partying club. Yeah. No, it's just it's, it's for the other little things, you know, um, like like little, little, little bar. Hop- I like bar hopping for arcade okay. bars. Uh-huh. But I like going out for I like just I like just going out and hanging out with my friends there. Like it's just nice that knowing that I have so many people I could spend quality time with over there. You know, yeah. no matter what yeah. you do, it's gonna be a good time. Um, so I don't know. And there's because there's a lot of creators out there in San Diego. There's a lot of content yes. creators, but not a lot of mainstream creators. So it's it's nice I can find both out there in Vegas pretty easily. You know, uh-huh. so it's a little harder to find people out in San Diego. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people that aren't from California probably don't know that San Diego is actually it's not too far from L.A. Um, or no. the Valley. But, um, you know, we have to deal with traffic a lot here in California. So it could easily take three hours, four hours from San Diego to, you know, the San, San Fernando Valley. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I love obviously I love Hawaii because I was born there. I was born on Oahu. So I love there. I love that island. I haven't really. Uh-huh. I haven't been to any other island since I was a baby, so all I have like memories of is Oahu. I don't oh. have a problem with that because I love Oahu, and I think it's the perfect balance on an island of tourism and getting to get the local experience. But um, and, uh, I don't know, maybe New York and Colorado. There you go. Yeah, I haven't been to in New York either myself, but um, it's on my bucket list. It's a great city, um, lots to do. Very expensive in many ways, but um, I heard it's a lot of fun. It's a little claustrophobic when you're walking around in Manhattan because you're like, wow, I wish I had some fresh air. But you turn around the corner and it's just like tall buildings, top of tall buildings. You're not going to get the fresh air. <laughs> yeah, and just so many people around you, right? It's kind of like Tokyo, I'm sure. <laughs> it's not as bad as Tokyo, but it's bad. I can't. I, I've seen videos of how fucking bad Tokyo can get. Oh yeah, yeah. At least it's not as bad when you're when you're in when you're in New York and you're going on the the system. Fucking what is it? It's not the bar. That's San Francisco. Is it the Metro? 
don't yeah, know. I think so. the subway. Yeah, yeah they're, whatever the subway, whatever the subway is. At least they don't have people shoving you in like in Tokyo. They shove yeah. the people into it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, they literally they're just shoving them in there. I've seen videos. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> There's no such thing as like your space bubble. Like, what was it like during COVID? <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. It's taken forever to get to use public transportation. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, it's it's funny you mentioned Bart. Um, have you been here to to the SF Bay area? It's funny yeah, that you I just have. know. Yeah, yeah. What parts have you visited? Um, I don't know exactly. I was never. I was never the one to drive, and I haven't been up there since I was 18. I just know I have uh, an auntie and some cousins that live up there. Actually, I have a few aunties. I have an auntie in San Francisco, and then I have an auntie in the, over in the Bay Area. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was just surprised when you said Bart, so I'm like, she knows the Bay Area. Yeah, because most I, people don't know what we're talking about. It's the subway system here in the Bay Area, yeah. Yeah, I had to take it because I went to uh, I went to a Golden State Warriors game with my cousin. Oh, okay. took the Bart to get there. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm, pro- I'm guessing they were still in Oakland the time that you uh, – because they, you know, they since moved to San Francisco, a uh, newer yeah. stadium, so yeah. Yeah, that was back in, yeah, it was in 2018. Yeah. So a little bit about your career. How did you get into it? It's always one of the best questions asking a performer, um, you know, a talent. How did you just wake up one day and said, I want to become an adult filmmaker? No, it was kind of a slow process of me really deciding I wanted to really get into it. I first started just dabbling in OnlyFans in 2021. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and then I did it for like six months, and I was like, okay, I don't want to do it. Then um, I ended up getting into basically a relationship with this polyamorous family that was really famous on Chatterbait, and they also did OnlyFans, and I went to hang out with them, and they they wanted to make content. And I was like, I want to make content too, because I met them on FetLife. I, well, I don't know if you know what that is. Uh, I've never heard of it, no. Basically like a kinky Facebook. <laughs> oh, okay. There you go. I it might have like, to make an account. <laughs> Yeah, it was like it was like my biggest platform um, for me. It was how I kind of got launched onto everything, and it was because of this family they kind of put me on, um, and they also gave me the name Mochi as well. Um, then I then you know like I kind of separated from them. Um, no hard feelings like from that. And then uh, <laughs> my partner that I'm with now, he found me on Twitter, and he was a creator in San Diego, which is different yeah. for me, right? Because most people are kind of far away. So um, he asked to hang out, and after. And pestering me for a couple weeks i finally was like okay come over <laughs> yeah, yeah. and um and then he ended up just telling me basically like hey you can go mainstream if you really want to um because i never thought it'd be i never really knew how i'd be able to or if i ever would be good enough to be able to or confident enough to be able to um but he told me to get on a few sites i did that within a couple hours i got recruited for backroom casting couch uh went over there with I think within like a week, uh-huh. <laughs> week and a half, I got I got over there to Phoenix for it, and uh, a week within that, I signed with my first agency. Okay, so, and who is your agency again? I was with One Hundred and One to start, but I just switched to Fox Modeling. Oh, you started with One Hundred and One. Okay, I started with One Hundred and One, but I just switched uh, to Fox literally a week ago. I just signed with them exactly a week ago. Oh, nice. Just right around the time that we booked you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, um, I. It's nothing, no hard feelings against 101 either. I just kind of wanted to change after AV, after going to AVNs. I saw how many different companies there were and how companies kind of can represent different girls. And I just, I just wanted to change. I don't know. I feel like it's a really good year for me. It's going to be a really good year. And with that, I don't mind making some changes. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. 
So what would you say so far is the best part about working in adult entertainment? Um, how much I get to take care of myself and prioritize myself. How much more I've really learned to love myself and respect myself and not give a shit about what anybody else thinks or does yeah. or says. That's probably been the most liberating thing to ever happen to me. Um, but I, I feel really, I, I think just feeling more connected to myself is really great. And um, I was able to kind of see people, like people's true colors for how they really felt towards me and how much they supported me and loved uh -huh. me, you know? Um, yeah. My family's still very, like my family still loves me. Not not all my family, not all my Asian family obviously knows, but some of them do know. And the ones that like, you know, I, that know they, they're close to me kind of. So they're like, they get it and they love me and support me. Yeah. You know, both my both my parents know, and while they might not love what I do, what I do, they they do love me and still support me, um, and they're happy that I'm I'm healthy. I think, and uh, you know, they can see that I'm taking care of myself and it's yeah. working. I was yeah. pretty miserable at uh, just working like nine to fives and working uh, customer service. Like I was at Starbucks <laughs> for uh -huh. a while, and eventually, I, when I started making more on OnlyFans than I did Starbucks, I decided fuck this and yeah. for the first time instead of giving my two weeks notice i just quit <laughs> like uh -huh. like i was drained from four hour shifts at starbucks you know like and i love people and i love making connections but it was exhausting making so many quick goodbye connections like hello goodbye hello goodbye and it was too much <laughs> i needed yeah. more i needed more meaningful interactions i think in my life a little bit more and i needed more time for me yeah uh, well, thanks for sharing that. And you know, you're you're right about in this biz, like you cannot give a shit about what other people say because you're going to see a lot of negative comments. I mean, we see them all the time. Um, Either it, it be Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and I actually saw that somebody made a TikTok account under your name. I saw that on Twitter earlier. I mean, it's you're going to see that a lot. You're going to get that a lot. So get yeah, used to it. <laughs> that's what I. They said, that's what. Yeah, that's what my friends told me. They were like, dude, just just put, you know, this is my only account. <laughs> in yeah. your bio and just it's gonna happen just take it as a compliment i'm like okay <laughs> yeah it means you know you're being you know you you're being seen uh so yeah it's a compliment it's a good thing i guess people are noticing you so yeah there you go that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, the glasses the glasses half full right <laughs> yeah yeah so for since we're we just hit february what goals do you have this 2024 oh man um i am working a lot harder on my solo content this year um trying to be i'm trying to be better with being more consistent with that shit um i haven't done a lot of collabs um in my career and so i'm trying to do a lot more of that this year i've got a lot of great female talent lined up for i'm collabing with um so i'm super excited about that um and let's see i don't know i just switched with my new agency so i'm really excited to be doing a lot more mainstream, a lot more like consistency with pro scenes. Um, that's uh, one of my goals is just to really work my ass off with doing as many scenes as I can mainstream, um, uh, but also working my ass off with um, stuff with online. I just got back into school. I would like to pass all my classes this year <laughs> and I'd like to do better than just scraping by. I'd like to do A's and B's. I'd really like uh, to be a, a better student this year. <laughs> Because since COVID, it's been kind of rough for me. I've, I've been going back just part-time since COVID. I used to be full-time, but it's been kind of difficult for me to try to go back full-time since. So that's something really important to me this year. Uh, my education is a priority. And uh, uh -huh. I've gotten, when I was in Iowa, I you know had a lot of extra time. So I worked out a lot. 
Um, so now I can do I can do a shit ton of push-ups. I can do like 14. 14 pull-ups is my is my is my best so far. Um, uh-huh. And like you know, it it, it it depends on the day, but you know, some days you can see my abs, which is the uh-huh. first, which is crazy. That's different for me because I've always had like belly fat and a bigger belly in my life. So exercising consistently and just cooking and baking at home all the time. I've been doing that for past five months and it feels great on my body I just I can see it on my body I feel healthier and I look healthier so Uh not not going out as much saving money there and just making better meals at home that I know are going to be delicious and cost like super cost effective Uh uh-huh yeah yeah I agree with um cooking at home make I want to make them I want to make the money but live like I'm poor this year (laughs) like I want to be fucking smart this year yeah, well, it sounds like your mind's in the right place, and um, you know, I'm pretty sure you're gonna get to where you want to be this year, or any goals you might have. I'm sure you're gonna accomplish them. Thank you. So, how about some hobbies about yourself that um, you might want to share? Um, what kind of music do you like? Um, are you a sports fan? Not too much a sports fan, if I'm being honest. But I did root for the Chiefs because I was in Kansas City a lot when I was in Iowa in the airport. So I said, "Fuck it." So, but I know I'm not really the craziest sports person. Um, I love playing tennis. I was te- I was co-captain of my tennis team in high school. Um, I love longboarding, and my right now, like my favorite hobby is rock climbing. Specifically, I love bouldering. I have bruises. I have like several. I have like. I have one bruise. It's almost gone now, but like when I go crazy on bouldering, like I can get a few bruises, but it's the most thrilling thing that I that I do now. It's uh-huh. it's like a rush being at the top of the wall, and yeah. nothing is nothing is holding me there. Like like I can I'm gonna have to fall down <laughs> like, to yeah. get down. That's okay, but um, I love that. And then uh, I love baking and cooking. Uh, I really 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 love baking and cooking. My dad's actually a cook. So, um, and my mom cooked for me growing up too. So it was, it was nice. My parents split when I was younger, but they both always cooked for me. Gotcha. Yeah. And I know you shared earlier that you know how to make chicken adobo. Um, so, Hey, who knows? Maybe, um, you'll bring some on set on your upcoming TP booking. I would be so happy to. Oh my God. The whole place will smell delicious. Everybody's bellies will be happy. Like it's a guaranteed good day on set. (laughs) All right. Sounds good. So, um, (laughs) Before we end this interview, would you like to share some links where our listeners can find out, uh, find all your content? Oh, sure. Okay. So um, most of my content, you know, you can find on my OnlyFans, uh, which is my handle is going to be at MochimonaXXX. Um, my Twitter slash, you know, my X <laughs> is going to uh-huh. be the same, MochimonaXXX. Um, and then my Instagram is the Mochimona under- underscore X. <laughs> All right, well, but, um, thank you for sharing that. Um, you know, I'm sure um, a lot of people are going to be really excited that we shared that you are going to shoot for us this week. Um, we're super excited. I'm excited to see it. Um, I know we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, we're going to be planning a little bit for it. Um, you know, we have some ideas that we're going to be talking about off this interview. But um, yeah, I'm super excited. Hope you are. too. I am so excited. This is a this is something I was look. this is something I wanted to do this year. So getting getting you guys off my bucket list early. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for your time, Mochi. Again, I'm super excited um, to have you this week um, shooting for TP. So, yeah. yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> All right, Mochi. Thanks again, and um, I'll see you soon.